thank you for listening to Paper Cut Podcast, bringing you evocative interviews with local creatives every week from hometown heroes to hidden gems. Brought to you by the West End Cultural Center, the best place to see live music in Winnipeg for over 30 years. Welcome to Paper Cut Podcast. My name is Jared Goche. I'm Olivia Michaelchuk. We're here with Adam Fuhr. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Adam Fuhr, as you said. Yes. I uh, am a musician and a producer, and I have a little uh, record label called House of Wonders. Brand new, so Brand fresh. New. Yeah, so congratulations. Fresh. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's, a, that's the newest addition to the things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Most of all... You're a politician. Most of all, I am a <laughs> yeah. I have a fake uh, politician alter ego as well. So uh, please yeah. dive into that. That's where we want to start. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're yeah. going to start. Yeah. We're going to start with okay. So coat check yeah. has been a uh, interesting. It's kind of uh, plagued me for years. I, I love and I hate it at different at different moments. There's been times that I've tried to completely uh, shy away from that and think it's uh, derailing my my life. Well, CodeCheck is your Instagram. It's my Instagram handle. handle. It started when I actually worked checking coats at the Union Sound Hall, Ooh, just Union a Sound bar Hall. years ago. I really thought R. it P. was uh, started at the Goodwill. No, that was that was when I, that was the first revival because there was this kind of we did this. <laughs> it was actually me and a few others at the beginning, and we just had uh, we'd always just put up a sign of like whatever show or event was going on it would just be like wrong and people would find this really funny and so then you know there's a little people who were kind of really stoked about that and uh and then you know that stopped and that place ended and that was kind of it and then the goodwill it was actually when i was asked to work at the goodwill they were like but like bring back that account as well so i was like okay <laughs> and we did that for a while and kind of changed things up and just trying to Keep it kind of fresh and interesting to me, and that led me to promote hot dogs heavily for a couple of years. Yeah, um, that's when I got introduced. Yeah, was, this was the, yeah. the the hot dog commercials. People yeah. also like that, and then I truly put that to bed for a while. Uh, and, and one of the reasons why was just a smash cut to another uh, story. But sure. like, love those. I was, uh, you know, the. Uh, the manager of the band The National mm-hmm. is actually from Winnipeg and we had I got to meet this guy uh, at a show in uh, Toronto and we kept in touch a little bit and so it was my last day at the Goodwill checking coats and he just happens to walk into the place he's in town and so this was um, shortly after um, the hot dog era had ended and he's, oh, hey, Adam, how you doing? So I go over and talk to this guy, and I'm like, wow, this is this is fantastic. Love this. This is a great connection to have. We're having a little bit of a chat. And then this girl that's absolutely pissed drunk oh, no. comes up, hey, it's the hot dog guy. Hey, hot dog guy. Hot dog guy. <laughs> you must be so upset that the hot dogs, there's no more hot dogs. And I'm just like, oh, please, 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 go away. Go away. And she wouldn't leave for about five minutes and he's just sitting there like eyes like so white like I can't wait to hear what this is all about <laughs> yeah. and uh, and that was at that moment I was like I have to stop being the hot dog guy right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I feel like right now great balance I don't mind uh, I, I like uh, doing that stuff because I found a way to uh, 
tie it in with a (laughs) tie it into a big interest of mine, which is politics. Right. Okay. Okay. Very, very like weirdly tuned into American politics. Like it's like what I am reading about at any given moment. Mm. Just like biographies. I just I love it. And so uh, being able to twist it into something that like is very in my interests is sure. uh, Sure. Turn it into a kind of fun. Outlet. That's so I'm happy about it. Right. Here's here's smiling very large. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, coat check or how I learned to stop worrying and love being dumb on Instagram. That's wow. The, that's that story. Right. Yeah. This sounds like such a calculated story. Like you close a chapter, another chapter opens. You know which chapter you kind of want to take it to next. Like this is a really well curated account and persona. Yeah, uh, well, it. Uh, I tried to. I tried to close the door a couple times, and now it's back, and I'm. I'm fine with it this time. And I'm so. sure people call you coat check. Is that? Yeah, yeah. It's. It, you get like, it on the it street. It used to be a kind of probably. You know, someone was kind of like, "Hey, I know you from somewhere." I'd be going like, yeah, "Probably the band." You know, <laughs> yeah. know, and they'd be like, "Oh, it's the no, the Instagram guy." Do the hot dog thing yeah, again. <laughs> and now, now I find it all flattering. Just right. that anyone would care to to tell me that they enjoyed something that I have done. That's that's all. But I think in the like throes of like making an album and like putting yeah. it and all that work, and for someone to be like, I like when you hold a camera in front of your face and just say whatever comes to your mind. That that at some point did uh, did irk me. Right. Um, but now I don't. I shouldn't be irked by that. I think out of that kind of like very intense time of. You know, putting all energy into to one project and and how much that could take out of you, that kind of just like limited my focus of what I wanted to to be. Right. And uh, now, kind of outside that, I'm I'm just like feeling chill about it all. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about your album and your music and all of that. Yeah. So the band is I don't think I've said yet. Yes, we Mystic is my uh, is the band I'm a part of. And uh, we have put out two records. Um, the last one we just did was called Ten Seated Figures, and it came out in April. And uh, now it's over, and we're starting on the next one. Wow. Yeah. Already? Yeah, we'll start on the writing and, and that kind of process. Yeah, we're, we're not musicians. We have no idea yeah, how it works. Yeah. yeah, it's like... We've only done 100 <laughs> interviews. <laughs> By no the idea. time the record comes out, it's like you've been that part of the creative process has been so far removed so even though the record came out last april it feels like we haven't like just been in the incubation writing stage for like a couple years already Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it does you know it feels like it's time and we're excited to be in that kind of exploring phase and uh because then it moves to the like you know um there's an exploring phase of the live aspect and like tightening it up and figuring out, especially our music has a lot going on and yeah, and I want to talk about figuring that. out how to play it live best. So that's its own process. And then we've always been like really, um, focused on how we then present what we have made and like the, the kind of marketing and, and we do art projects along with the album so that, um, that is its own kind of, but these are all like three distinct periods. So it, it feels nice to be back in the, mm-hmm. the creation and it feels like you're a newborn baby again. It's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> we've, made, we've done this and we don't want to do that again, but yeah. it's like feel absolutely in the wilderness 
trying to get it all together. Like, what is what is going to be next? What are we going to kind of be next? And 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 how are we going to make it exciting for for ourselves and hopefully the people that listen? Sure. Um, uh, I want to talk a bit about so. I don't want to say a word that's not respectful, but I would say dramatic in some cases. The, yeah, Mu- music or just or the, you, the your band. Yeah, the there's drama in terms yeah. of like a drama is like a play. There's like lots of theatrical aspects. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, yeah, like as much as like I don't like like a musical, so I don't want like that to be what comes to mind. But like there is a theatrical mm-hmm. non non-musical theater element yeah exactly (laughs) there's like companion art to your music is that a nice way of putting it that's great companion Companion art but also the music itself is dramatic right oh yeah yeah. so that that all yeah it's it's always an interesting project to talk about the words don't always come yeah i don't uh, have the words either and i i don't want to say gimmick because i feel like gimmick has a negative connotation yeah, but there's sometimes sure. yeah <laughs> which I'm, that's not what i i want to say but like 10 seated figures and having two shows that is like a very um oh yeah that reads that certainly reads as uh as gimmick but it was part of such a such a large scale our piece like we were trying to uh but, be can, a performance art kind of collective at that sure, moment sure. I don't know if that's something that we'll lean into or lean away from in the in the future because just what is available to a band and what people expect from a band, we wanted to push against that and do more, but it was mm-hmm, extremely mm-hmm. challenging and draining. And, and looking back, it's like that, I know that there's a core group of people that will look back on that and think that that was a really neat and thing, but it, it felt like the... Maybe it didn't reach... Like, it, yeah, it was, it was hard to... Once the train was moving, it was hard exactly. to leap on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's all about going back and re-examining all the things and, and how to do sure. it again. And and I, I don't want to say it was a gimmick. I didn't... I didn't mean that in a, any sort <laughs> no, of negative connotation. Because <laughs> you're like, well, that feels shitty. It's like, well, that's not what I meant to do. I just meant that it, it was, again, like a companion art. Like another... Yeah. Yeah. An additional, and like you said, far bo- far beyond what is expected of a band, yeah. especially in Winnipeg, to have all of these additional pieces to your art. Components, just, yeah. yeah. Um, so while you're writing your album now, are you also thinking of what the companion art to this process is going to be as you're moving forward? Yeah, for the last album, that was something that we really did from the inception. It was like right when we were coming up with the chords and... and Keegan was writing the the words. We were trying to think about how it could all work together. Mm-hmm. And for this album, we're letting the the music come first, um, and not really worrying about that. And partially because it was a very uh, demanding kind of project and experience. I think we're again the word chill comes up, but just like letting it letting it happen for yeah, now yeah. And, and and seeing um, seeing what happens with the music don't want to push it too far in any direction because we're just trying to try and explore not trying to um 
predetermine what this next album is going to sound like. Yeah, we yeah, really, totally. We really don't know <laughs> yet. Um, I'd like to get your opinion. There's a lot of bands that like to step out and go into different genres and kind of let it flow. Are you someone who, once now you've put out a certain sound that Yes We Mystic has, has come to know, would you like to keep components of that sound or do you are you okay if it flowed into something completely different? Yeah, we're always trying to kind of um, keep the core of what, what the band is. Which but, is what? Which is a very, it's, it's passionate, it's energetic, yes. it is, um, it's earnest and I think that's not something that's particularly well looked upon in music in general at this time but that's just part of what we do like we're not um very passive we're very like active in it mm-hmm, so those mm-hmm. are all parts all things that we want to um keep and also just the kind of swelling emotional thing um and so yeah we try to keep that but in terms of like genre we don't often think about whatever genre we're playing in so we're pretty open to taking sounds and ideas from from different places and um yeah that was something we for the first album really tried to triangulate there was a couple of like genres that we wanted to sound almost like but not quite mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and use that to um try to make something that felt fresh and new and uh, for the second record, I don't think I thought about genre one one time. We were just making the the music we were making, and then had a hard time describing it afterwards. <laughs> um, yeah. Better to worry about the description yeah. afterwards, so, right? Um, that's just have kinda... like nine plays to describe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of where we're at again. Fantastic. We'll see. Yeah, it's more about like what textures we want. That's kind of more what Ooh. we think in terms of the albums. Like the first one was. It was very, um, we had made a conscious effort to incorporate like electronic and like machine made sounds in a way that felt very, very organic. So like it could sit in the world of an acoustic guitar and a violin and a mandolin and all feel like it was coming from the same place. And for the second album, we flipped that on its head. So we wanted to make the, um, you know, the guitars and the violins and the mandolin and things sit in this electronic sounding world. So like sampling them a lot, distorting them a lot, pitch shifting them a lot. There's this one like cheap boss pedal, uh, that we like found like six or seven of, and they're just like on everything on stage. Like that was kind of how we, um, we're manipulating the sound and trying to do these things in ways that we could re- recreate them live. Cause you mm-hmm, can, mm-hmm you know, sample all day long, but we still want to uh, be playing things at the, at the shows. <laughs> so, um, that boss pedal was, was a, was a big part of it. Cause it was, we could find them on Kijiji enough so that we could buy a lot of them and afford to do it, <laughs> right, but yeah. it could change yeah. the sound and the texture enough that it, it felt really fresh. So yeah, part of the next record is figuring out like, okay, how many, like we have all this stuff, how many we're going to use all the pedals can we <laughs> yeah, buy? Yeah. But like how many synths are going to be on it? Sure, are we going to sure, go yeah. back to a more organic sounding yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah. And, and that's kind of where we're like, um, the process so far for, for this new music has been, um, quite different from the past where we're just kind of like, we never jammed much and it's been many, many years since I had you know, kind of bring something and we'd 
working on it together to see what happens and then kind of go from there. The last record was very, we'd be kind of recording and demoing as we went. So there wasn't a lot of like it happening in the room. It was like piece by piece and seeing how they could fit together like a puzzle, like using the computer. Um, and so this time we're just like, we'll try something, we'll throw out ideas, maybe record it on an iPhone and then try to shelve it for a month and be able to come back to it with like fresh ears and actually like critically listen to what could be changed instead of just like, because if you're working on the same thing and hammering it out every day, it's, you, you need at some point to take a step back mm-hmm. and um, be able to hear it for the first time. So this is a, like a really fun way of doing that because it's all just happening in whatever, an hour and then, it's easy to forget what it was like, and then you can kind of rehear it for the first time. So Instead that's of been, like yeah. drilling it into your yeah, brain over like, and yeah. over, it's yeah, like yeah, I will never forget how this like, goes. Yeah, like you listen to it for forty-five hours, and then it, it, you can't really forget what that was because it's stuck in your skull so yeah. firmly. It's like when you look at a uh, one word like so many times, and then it just loses its meaning, or it looks yeah, like something just confusing. Like, is that how that word is spelled? Yeah. So. <laughs> So you're busy with this, but also uh, this is a perfect segue into now your label. Yeah. Tell us how that came about. Um, I think just putting out music for so many years in Yes, We Mystic and and having that. How many years? uh, We started in 2011. Wow. So coming up to our ninth year. And uh, so that's like two EPs and two full records and then songs here and there and, and, and just learning so much from putting all that music out and having that focus on the uh, marketing of it. It's just like, that's kind of now just a skill that I gained over all these years. And a thing that I think about a lot in a, in a way that I, um, you know, it's a thing I like to do. And so I thought that I'd be able to help some artists and, and be like a mutually beneficial thing to, to start this label and, use some of that skill that I've picked up over the years to to help bring new audiences to some fantastic artists in town and eventually not in town but at the at the moment in town. Well, kind of the, at the moment in town because Amos the Kid's song is at like f- how many thousand streams now? 5,000 or something like 10, that? 10,000 actually. 10,000. Yeah. Wow. So there's that's not all Winnipeg. That's not all. I just mean the artists that I'm originally working with. Uh, are yes, from okay, I understand. Sorry. Oh, yeah, we're trying to Trying to go. I thought you were like, we're the... just trying to make them Winnipeg famous. I was like, there's ten thousand people. That's no, Winnipeg yeah. famous only. Uh, oh, it gets you so far. You know, gets you gonna... embarrassed in front of the singer of the national. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, Wrap this interview up. <laughs> just that's it. We, we covered it all. Yeah. yeah. So it's been nice so far. I know Amos is uh, such an interesting guy, and I think um, the the people aspect of it is so important now. Like people aren't just looking for music, but they're looking for music and a story as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so that's why it's been important to me to be working with people that are good people that are making good art, but are also just like, there's something about them. That's just also intangibly interesting as well. And this is a huge, huge, uh, uh, he embodies know. all of those he things. He embodies those things very, very well. Um, just such a 
strange and interesting fellow. <laughs> and so, and just so talented. So yeah, I, yeah. um, we had, it, it started just from me producing this EP. Um, and that was a really long and interesting process. Keep using the word interesting, but it was, uh, <laughs> like we worked on this over like two years in, in fits and starts, um, because Amos is, he works out in the woods. He's like a wilderness guide. And he, so like summers he'd be like gone and you just can't get a hold of the guy. And then, you know, he'd be recording one day and he's, he's, we were talking before the interview started about people that are like late and like so Amos, <laughs> Amos is a guy that we'd, we'd have it set for you know we're supposed to get together at nine in the morning and I'd hear from him at noon being like what time was it again and I was like uh, well <laughs> and, and you know so like think and then when he did get there we you know we have a couple days we're supposed to record and he, oh actually I have to go up to you know, I have to go into the woods tomorrow, so I can't, and then I don't hear from him for a month. It was very, like, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. that is an interesting guy. Yeah. And somehow so lovable. Like, it was never, never really a problem. Like, never yeah. something that I've never been frustrated with him. Right. You know, it's just like, yeah. this is just part of, yeah, just I, I'm just to trying to mystique. help, <laughs> I, I'm trying to help uh, just guide the, the, the river, or I don't know, I'm just like digging a, Digging a ditch to help the water flow through, you know. That's yeah. perfect um, analogy. Yeah, so it's uh, it's. I don't know if that made any sense actually, but I, we'll say it was a perfect analogy. Um, but yeah, so he's uh, really fun to work with and mm-hmm. just a, a real talent. So part of your work is sort of honing him and his art and his everything into the same place to produce this record and now the record is not out yet it's just one song yeah just one song so So, as a producer what goes into it and also i want to ask about choosing like a single like the first song that Mm -hmm. comes out Mm -hmm. because i've never asked anybody about that before and yeah why does that happen anyways let's start with producing and then let's start talk about singles totally so yeah the interesting thing about this project with amos is that i did like i am starting to produce music more and then also the the label so those are not two things that always go together sure i do produce music that won't be on the label and i will put out music that i haven't produced but this is kind of a nice uh, example of both um so what's a label so the label is like the um the process of putting out the music it's like yeah i'm doing a little bit of a lot of different things in this label and i'm doing a little i'm doing some of the publicity and doing some of the um distribution and do, doing a lot all of things all on your own all on my own for now wow. yeah Interesting. Um, and it's just it partially comes from seeing this kind of like machinery that can spring up around a band there's a lot of if a band's doing slightly well there might be a bunch of publicists that want to work and then you dish out all this money and and then at the end of the day it's like well I just had this nagging feeling that if I just worked really hard that I could do some of those things and not have like tons and tons of money be spent and so we're trying to do as much as we can by working really hard and just um, not letting it get kind of overblown just like only doing is what we need to do for for where we're at and and right and, um and expectation management time yeah management, and then also money management. in the you don't like 
being an artist and being in a band, like I've, I've been doing that for a long time and it's really tough and there are ups and downs and you don't want to, uh, a lot of it is just like figuring out where you're at and figuring out what you can do and then trying to do that and not like overreaching and burning out. And like, I think, um, uh, yeah, just a valuable thing is to be working with someone that can help kind of navigate those those things because I, I know just at the beginning you just want to do everything everything that comes your way it sounds like a great idea and then there's just a the point that if you do all that you you well, you just can't you're broke. And, and you're broke and you're sad and you're burnt out yeah burnt out and so um yeah so that's that's the label part of it the producing part of it is just it's the creation of of the song and just kind of um helping to take what an artist is doing and and try to perfect it perfect it and so a lot of that is instinct and a lot of there is a lot of responsibility to that aspect because um Mm -hmm. you know if if i say oh you should change this to be this way there is this acknowledgement that like once you change that for the record this person is going to be doing that every night on stage and like that, you know, what was a split second decision for me will reverberate into this person's everyday life. It's Mm. like a very, you're trying to make the best thing, um, that you can in the, in the studio and then, um, kind of, uh, see, see where it goes from there. So for, yeah, Amos, we worked on these five songs and yeah, part of producing is picking, what the what the songs are from like a pool of like these would work well together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um for amos in particular that was not part of it because he just was like oh how about this and i'm like oh that's good no how about that oh that's good and then we he'd show me five and we were doing five and they were all great so (laughs) i didn't have to do that part yeah i didn't have to do that part but for amos like he has this great instinct and he writes really really well and the melodies are all interesting and good and the chords are all interesting and good but like the songs were a minute and a half long so I would be coming in saying did you know this part here is the catchiest chorus I've ever heard in my life and he'd be saying what no and I'd be no we need this part we need to do this three times we need to write a little bit extra <laughs> yeah, here yeah. this could be a verse if you wrote more words and really stretching out the songs and uh, and then you know going from there bringing in drums bringing in yeah. different people to, to play different things because they in this case all started just from the vocal and the acoustic guitar it's different when you have a band coming in and everyone knows and likes their own part it's uh, a little more of a negotiation to kind of change things and, yeah. and, and chop things around and there's like the management part of like just you know more personalities and more like you know some people want a lot of change and want as much input as possible and some people are you're just there to hit record and and tell them when they've done a great take and and you know like keeping it light and like recording days can be really really long and so you want to have as much fun as you can and and, yeah. and do that so that's, that's like a that's bit of all... an ego management too like making sure everybody is respected but still has yeah to i haven't to come up it. against like a huge huge version of that yet i, yeah, I yeah. know um Not that i probably probably will oh uh, for sure yeah but uh luckily so far everyone's been super super lovely that i've that i've worked with mm-hmm. so i think that the song well like there's a there's a lot of 
producing of music that is so heartbreaking. I find in Winnipeg, and I don't have to be specific, and that's my own personal taste, but you know, like some of those songs that you come to know and love and those artists that you come to know and love and then you hear their recorded version, you're mm-hmm. like, that's not what their voice sounds like. That's mm-hmm. not what their guitar sounds like. Yeah. Like, And it just seems like they they got completely lost in this production and whoever the producer was decided to put this filter and this and like all yeah. of these things and how can you possibly do that live? And Amos's song is just so well produced. Thank you. The song is really yeah. great. Everything is mixed beautifully. Oh, it's just so good. He did a really good job. I mean, like, Amos and the band, of course, did a really great job. And are you in the band? Well, well, I've been playing with Amos. Like, there wasn't a band. It was just just Amos and I. And then Amos brought in Brian Gluck, who didn't know that he was coming in to record. Because this is just a very Amos type thing. Like, (laughs) hey, why don't you want to come play? Then Brian shows up with his drums. And then Amos is like... All right, now we're going to record an EP. And Brian's like, what? And I'm like, okay, try that again. And I didn't know that he didn't know he was coming. to. So I only found that out um, like 10 months later that it was like, yeah, I didn't know that I was coming to record that day. So now we have the people that uh, recorded on that EP, we have been playing with Amos live. Um, and, and they know that, like, when they show up to the Goodwill, they gonna... fully know that they're playing. <laughs> well, we're, well, we're playing just show. hanging out tonight. Um, <laughs> so that is, yeah, it's it's still Amos and it's still Amos's thing. But uh, yeah, for the next for the next while, I'm, I'm playing shows as well. But yeah, it's just so much fun. I've never um, not had a microphone on a stage until playing with it. It's like such a different thing. Mm-hmm. It's so so great. It's very freeing. I like moving around a lot on stage, and I don't have to get back to a point at any time. I can just continuously flow, and it's a lot of fun. So um, playing with Yes We Mystic versus playing with Amos, yeah. because you have so much more of a hands... You have a hands-on role in, in Yes We Mystic, but you're creating all of this music, all of these sounds. Do your thoughts change when you're playing with Amos as opposed to Yes We Mystic? Um, yeah, it's, it's a very different... Uh, different thing performing for both. I think one, I just have a lot more to do in Yes We Mystic, so I'm I'm singing, I'm worrying about hitting the notes and like a lot of pedals and like it's very kind of complex. But there's also a rhythm to it and we've done it so many times. We've played hundreds of shows and so you kind of um, become second nature and, and mm-hmm. so you can focus on the performance aspect, which is always a important like the you know the energy that we're exuding mm-hmm. for amos it's kind of the opposite i have a lot less to do but we've done it so little that it's uh it's like exhilarating in a different way like we for an amos show we'll come together and practice two three times before the show and uh because at this point we really have the uh five songs plus another one we put together for for a different uh show so there's not that but we're just kind of going over what we've done and then it's like there's this kind of fly by the seat of your pants portion to the show that is exciting for us and i think the audiences have been responding to it as well but uh, at some point we need to have more well except on by april 3rd we need to have uh, a lot more music to play so we're uh getting ready to buckle down but yes. that will be, it, it works out because we're uh, moving towards the production of the second EP and we need to 
Like he's he's got the songs, guy. Like I every time I see him, he's like, oh, I remembered this one. It's like, oh, that made me cry. Fantastic. Yeah, that's uh, like truly. So the first EP is not even out yet, and first, the, yeah, the second EP is already. Yeah, we know kind of what's going to be on it. Um, Quickly before I misforget it. <laughs> yeah. well, now, oh, yeah. now when he comes by the space, I'll uh, quickly set up a microphone. Oh, yeah, nice. Recording the ideas. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah they're, it's, it's good. Like It was actually like a couple days into the production process on the first one he's like oh i just remembered this other song like what do you think and he plays it and like i was just like my my jaw was to the floor and i was feeling very emotional because it's a very affecting song and i was like but we're already we can't we can't <laughs> we do mustn't. this but like let don't forget this one <laughs> and please I don't know what you want to do but please record that one with me because I, I love this yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to get to, to work on that and so yeah like some of his best is uh, still locked away in his brain right now which is really exciting exciting for you yeah yeah. yeah. I hope exciting for him as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like it yeah yeah so uh, getting married I'm also getting married. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> a lot of big news. Yeah, it's a busy year. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice, busy. I feel, feel uh, so lucky to have so many nice things going on right now. Yeah. So as a musician and a producer and a label and a this, did you have, I know this, I know that, like a personality, <laughs> you have so many things going on. Did you have any like pressure to have like, this has got to be like a sick social or like this has got to oh, be like wow. a top tier <laughs> yeah, situation. Yeah, so we are having a wedding social. It is on March the seventh, which is in the future or in the past. It's, it's in the, the future. future. Oh, it's yeah. in the future. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I think we the magic of podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what day it is right now. Um, yeah, we ha- we want it to be really um, fun and special for mm-hmm. sure. Um, that's, I, I, we, we both like putting things on and like Bryce is a designer. And so like we had that going for us that she could do all the posters and and everything look, like look so fantastic. And that was like a, yeah, we had fun putting on a thing together. Cause even though Bryce is, um, like just one of the best designers and like really great creative person, um, we don't often work on things together like she's got her job and I got my thing and 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 we um like I think the last time she she did some design for the band very very early on and while it turned out very good it was very uh, stressful for uh the both of us to like there's just something about like the the stakes involved there that it's better to kind of separate that yeah and uh but in the last little while a patiochi one of the coach the Kochek thing that I'm currently on that's political related that is fun for me. Uh, that's, patio karaoke for those yeah, who patio don't karaoke. Yeah. Um, that's what patio-ke. I'm running. It's fun Medicare for words. all uh, based, and it's patio for all. And that was uh, <laughs> uh, Bryce did the yeah. That was like a really fun thing to to work together on. And like I was at work and I was like sending her jokes, and she was sending me back like these graphics, and they're fantastic. And uh, I was working with my friend Jeremy uh, Haywood Smith, who's Jay Wood, and he was like just sitting there, like, wow, what is going on? Like, you're just sending a thing, and you're having so much fun, and you're like doing this stuff together. And he's like, man, you guys should, 
you guys should get married. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. That's the light bulb. <laughs> oh it really was because he's a, a really good friend now, but it was like, so like Bryce and I have been together for so long. This was someone new coming into our lives. So we were just like, well, that only makes sense that you two would be married to, to me that this makes sense and then then i couldn't get it in my head then it was just stuck in my head for like a month and a half where i was thinking about that all the time and uh so that was it's now we are and it's it rules nice wow. so then patioki and jeremy's playing at it yeah and so jeremy's playing at the uh at the social yeah and uh there's gonna be macaroni and there's some of the wild wild prizes as well like that really came together just so many friends in in music and etc that that have put together things for us uh which is yeah we feel very privileged and special in that and it's so so nice that uh People have been helping us out, and it, now it's just uh, putting on a good party. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be... Everybody's going to be there. I hope so. That'd yeah. It's going to be the toast of the town. That's huge. Uh, yeah. And the West End Cultural Center is such a such a fun, nice place as well. We and love just, them. Yeah. 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 They sponsor us. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. This, this is the West End Cultural Center. This the greatest place for your... Uh, uh, music in needs. Winnipeg uh, for over 30 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to say it at the beginning. We don't have to say it at the... No, yeah, we do have to say it at the beginning. Yeah, we say it at the beginning. But well, this I just... This is not because of that. This is just a thought I'm having. <laughs> the West End Cultural Center has been the greatest place to put on music in Winnipeg for over 30 years. And that's just... That's just You're doing your political hands. This just came out of my head. This just came out of my head that no one told me to say that. That's awesome. We love them. Yeah. We love them. You're right. You did catch me. I went into my coat check kind of persona there for a moment. Yeah, you definitely did. Like this. Yeah, Get a little bit more of an accent. I talk a little bit more intensely. Yeah. Nobody's going to tell me not to do it. You had the like the Bernie mannerisms. Like it was very. I did watch I a lot inspired. of I was inspired. Yeah. Yeah. I'd vote for you. I, yeah, that's the see. That's the that's next the next thing step is running for mayor. Have told me that, and I that, that don't. That's you just need to, like run for Wolseley. You gotta yeah, uh, just own Wolseley. Just own Wolseley. Take it. I don't. I think that I would like to work on a campaign. Like I would like to be again this like kind of strategy. Yeah. Like I read some. I would love that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think being the you just got to find the face the guy under fire all the time. I yeah, think yeah. that would be too much. I wouldn't yeah. like that. That would make me sad. I'd be yeah, like, please, no, I really, I'm trying really hard. I'll balance Don't the budget soon. Mad. Please just chill. <laughs> like, yeah. Why, why are you so mad at me? I'm pretty tired today. You know, like it's like I got a cold. Amos is late. Yeah, Amos is late. I don't know when he's coming by. I'm trying to balance his budget. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't have any more questions. No, I don't either. I we want to say congratulations on so the label, it. on the marriage, on the social, on the All band, the albums, on the political statements. Um, just congratulations, Adam. Thank you for coming on Paper Cut Podcast, and thank, thank you, you for, for cutting, cutting deep with us on Paper Cut Podcast. Podcast. Thanks. Thanks. That was a little redundant.